Welcome to the 4205 cast. The Kings are coming at you live, but you'll hear us on tape delay. I got with me today... Theo. And... Joe. And... And... That's right. We're down two people because they didn't want to show up. Valentine's Day. Or they had other things to do. It's other things. So... But we're not going to... 4205 Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> we're not going to uh, harp on them about it. We'll just uh, soldier on and Keep the, the show going. Yeah. In the name of good good uh, internet radio. I miss my friends. We are here. I miss my friends. They're not cool. So, you know, we don't need them. They don't need us. That's just how it's going to have to be today. You guys suck. We love you guys. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so uh, actually, before I do the what are you playing, I just wanted to uh, touch on something that happened a couple days ago. Uh, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much everybody here is at worst tolerable toward wrestling and I, at I... best... I okay. love watching you guys watch wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Watching wrestling is a lot better with people. Yeah. Uh, we had the retirement of Daniel Bryan, otherwise uh, known as Bryan Danielson, the American Dragon, other such names, but in the WWE is Daniel Bryan. Mm. Uh, this man, he basically had the jersey ripped off of him in uh, sports terms, meaning that he didn't want to go, but... There was no other option. Mm. Uh, and you could tell that he didn't want to leave, but it was uh, it, it was his time. He was wrestling with unknown amount of concussions and basically lying about having concussions. It was scary. It, there was, he, he mentioned uh, afterwards, after this whole thing, that he admitted he was having post-concussion seizures that yeah. he was hiding from yeah. everybody. I yeah. read that article the other yeah. day. That's That's... Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. There's actually a video where it looks like he's having one in his last singles match. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. If you look at his... It's, 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 this is unconfirmed, but mm-hmm. it looks like if you watch his last singles match with Ryback, he, he's convulsing on the floor a little bit. So I'm not, I don't know if that was a seizure, but it looked bad. Yeah. It looked bad. And then something in retrospect that's really scary. Mm-hmm. So I hope, I, hope, uh, I hope he turns out all right. Yeah. It looks like he's going to be... So it looks like he's gonna have a happy retirement with That's his a, wife, and he's gonna start a family. Yeah, he's a hardworking dude. Yeah, very hardworking. I think uh, probably, probably too hardworking. <laughs> yep. He um his uh, his his impact on professional wrestling is f- reaches far further down than just below the surface mm. in his popularity. You see a lot of a lot of the guys on NXT. Our guys like Daniel Bryan. They're all they're all indie darlings. They're smaller people. Mm-hmm. He opened the he opened the gates for these people to come in and really show what they got. Yeah, you don't see that. Uh, yeah, you didn't see that before Daniel Bryan that much. Just basically like Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. And right? he wasn't the, he wasn't like an indie darling in terms of where he was. He was there were no indie darlings back then. <laughs> there well, were there were, ter- were territorial territorial darlings. darlings. <laughs> and, and Shawn Michaels, for for the most part, was a WWE guy. Mm. You know, he didn't spend that much time outside of of then the WWF. Uh, outside of him, yeah, can't, that's pretty much can't. the Bret Hart. But Bret Hart's Canadian, so right? So like, he gets a pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan, 
uh, he said many times that he was grateful mm. in his retirement speech. He said he was grateful to have gotten the chance to do it. He was grateful for the fans. Yeah. A very humble man. Hey, you could you could you could get that tone from him yes. from reading his um his retirement stuff. Definitely. Uh, and what the one thing I'd want to say about it is if only people like us could be so lucky to get paid to do what we love mm. for 16 years of our lives. Yeah. You know, like this is something that I feel like I could love doing. Uh, I don't know when or if I would ever get paid for it. You know, it would be pretty cool if I would. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan got to live that dream. Sure. It got cut short. Yeah. Uh, not, that not sucks people, for him. Not much people even get that chance. Right. And that, that sucks for him. That sucks for us. But how many people don't get that chance? Yeah. Uh, I'm happy for him that he's able to get out of it and not be disabled. But, you know, who knows? The next few years could be rough just for that. I mean, I'm, I listen, you know, what? I'll listen to 100 retirement speeches before I have to hear another yeah. memorial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely right. And well, 2015 was not kind to the professional icon, to icons and professional wrestling. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Kudos to him for getting out like Edge got out, although Edge was basically told, hey, you have absolutely no chance of doing this. Daniel Bryan was actually cleared by many doctors. The WWE doctors smartly said, nah, man, you're not wrestling again. You're either going to have to retire or you're going to have to leave. You're not wrestling for us. Mm. And then I guess he eventually understood that, look, this is what, what he was doing was not good night he knows how to wrestle in one style he wasn't going to change it he probably shouldn't change it but that's part of the that's that's part of the uh the package Mm. that you have to accept so uh i know you'll never listen to this daniel bryan but thank you for the uh the few brief years i got to see you in wwe and you know hopefully you have a nice happy retirement and you can have a lot of that's what Bree said moments <laughs> <laughs> like you had on Monday. Uh, the, the impact that Daniel Bryan left on wrestling will be felt for for many years. I feel uh, I many, many years. I agree, and it's a it, we are better for having seen him yeah. mm-hmm. in the WWE. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Daniel Bryan. That's not what happened. Okay, I don't think that was. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's do what are you playing? Let's get on to the video game stuff. Video games. Video games. Theo, what you got? Ah, oh, man. Honestly, I'm just biding my time until Fire Emblem Fates come out. Uh, that's uh, tomorrow? Um, no, the 19th. Oh, the next week. Yeah, yeah, the 19th. So I'm just... I thought that was tomorrow. I thought Fire Emblem was tomorrow's. I know tomorrow's not the 19th, <laughs> but I thought it came out on the 12th. Oh, no, but I'm just jumping between so many different games. I'm like, I think I started a new file in Ocarina of Time. Going to do that to jump into Majora's Mask. That game is fine. Um, started um, Dragon's Dogma for a little bit. That I always liked the PS3 version, so I was like, oh, let me get this immaculate PC port. Um, what else am I? I'm just tackling so many different things. I don't want to get into anything really heavy right now until Fire Emblem comes out, but that game needs to come out now. Which, uh, which scenario are you playing? First? In, in the Fire Emblem? Yeah. Well, knowing my character, I already got the special edition version. So a special edition version that has all three, all three scenarios on, on one, one cart cartridge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Nintendo, why? Why do you do this? They, they look out why for, you do this, Nintendo? They look out for the crazy people like me. Why you do this? Um, what scenario I want to play first? What's the easier one? The the Japanese, the Eastern. Oh, yeah? That's the easy one? I think that's the easy one. That's the one, one I should play first, then. <laughs> that's the Birthright, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. And Noor is the... Uh, I forgot what they call the other one, but that's the kingdom. Noor. Birth Left? Yeah. Birth Left. <laughs> or Dead Left? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm probably going to play that first and then go into the harder one, because that's supposed to be classic Fire Emblem, which is like limited resources. You can't level build like the other game where Awakening... You broke <laughs> that fucking game. Oh, my God. Yeah. God, you could break that game. It is so fun. Yeah, but it, I, I think I actually want, like, a real strategy RPG right now to, like, kind of rip my hair out and be like, fuck, this is... I got to think about this one. Oh, you like so, so you're playing Fire Emblem yeah. in the future in your head. Yeah. That's what you've been yeah. playing. <laughs> so I'm, I think I'm going to go that route first. I, th- I think I'll make the choice difficult for you and, and make sure that XCOM is delivered to your account tomorrow. Uh, hey. Means- don't make any promises you can't keep, sir. <laughs> oh, tomorrow's payday. Oh, Ooh. okay. Oh, that sounds like a yeah, good promise. Yeah. <laughs> Down on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 XCOM, that, that could be one also. That yeah. could definitely be. Next week I'll be playing XCOM. Next week you'll be playing Something entirely different. XCOM and something else. Yeah. Something else. Cross Zone. Cross Zone. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah cross man. Zone. <laughs> I still haven't finished that first one. Yeah, well, It takes know. forever. It just goes it on. It just goes on. Never on. Ends. I, I, I beat the scenario. Oh, more people's coming out. Uh, a, oh, you thought the battle was over. Uh, well, now here's another boss and 14 enemies. Uh, I can man, only I see just, this combo for so much. I, like, just, I just used my bigger Kira <laughs> shit. Come on. <laughs> oh, you thought that boss and 14 characters were done. Uh, here's another boss with 14 characters. I I, I really like that game because they... They, they laid they, it on they, thick. They laid on thick. It's like seeing Ryu talk to like Mega Man and shit. It's, it's fun, but... Like they know each other. Yeah, too. it's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's... This, you, you guys took the right angle they on hang this. out in the water cooler behind us <laughs> yeah I, I although, love that angle although now when Ryu and Jin Kazama talk to each other it actually is canon yep Street Fighter and Tekken same universe <laughs> <laughs> I will sigh every time that is brought up God. We live in a world where that's happening. That's cool. It's, it's if, if that were ha- if that if Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat took place same place in the same universe in the nineties, people would ate that, that shit off. Oh my that god! It, it would have been dumb as shit. The people would have lost their mind it. on the yeah. schoolyard. At least, right? at least Tekken makes sense. So I think we dodged a bullet. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe. What do we got? What uh, are we playing? Well, much like Theo, I am. Uh, Shooting back and forth between a bunch of stuff, but I'm on a bit of a blizzard kick mm. right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have been steadily playing Heroes of the Storm every day. I am one of the few people who are loving Li Ming. <laughs> I feel like... I'm she, sure many people don't like the oh fact my that God. she just blows everybody up. They don't like it. <laughs> Do the people that is also doing the blowing up like her? I love it. <laughs> is this because you're playing as her? It could be. I, I'm very, I'm very comfortable with. Mm. I'm very comfortable with the character. Have you ever matched off against her yet? Oh, every game. <laughs> How was that? Every single one. It, it seems like every game comes down to who has the better leaving. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
But that's not necessarily true. I mean, your stick incoming. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. She, she, um, she has a level four talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? It's a S of Johan, which, which is the Diablo three item. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it is a crowd control talent on her most damaging ability. So that needs to get changed. She also, she also has a very strong level one talent, which increases her mana regeneration when she's below 50% mana. So she essentially never runs oh low. She has no mana issues. She has no ma- mana issues. Very good crowd control at level four and insanely high damage. You know what? It at seems ex- like- at extreme range, this character is too good for this game. It, it seemed like they just want to have fun with her. Fuck it. Let's just put it out in the wild for right now. Well, have fun what and then we'll just nerf it. What Blizzard said, they've addressed this. They mm-hmm. said, yeah, she's a bit overtuned, but we're giving, we're giving it time to breathe. Okay. Yeah. So before they make any sweeping changes to this, they want to see what yeah. works, what what right. doesn't work. They, okay. They're in pretty much agreement that the problems with the, everyone sees with the character, her level one, like astral presence, S of Johan, are huge problems right now. Mm-hmm. I need to be addressed. They're too they're too good at too low of a level. Okay. So, but I've been playing pretty much exclusively that character because it's just too goddamn fun. Why would you not? I'm just it's it's more than that. I'm very comfortable with it. Okay. I feel very good playing this character. Does she play like the Diablo counterpart? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. She has magic missiles, Uh which is not an activated ability in Diablo Mm Three. It's a, it's more of an auto attack. Mm -hmm. And arcane orb, which is the closest thing, and doesn't really function as like arcane orb does in Diablo Mm. (laughs) Three. Well, a little bit. It has it conjures an orb which clashes into an enemy and explodes. That sounds like what Arcade Rock yeah. does. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't. Yeah, it's a little different because it's the like, first thing it this is. This sounds like that Binding of Isaac is Zelda. Binding of, <laughs> Binding of Isaac. I've been playing Binding of Isaac, too. Okay. Yeah, I'm, you like that segue, right? Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I have been playing the Binding <laughs> of Isaac, too. And, you know, the more similarities. Wait, the Binding of Isaac, too. Binding of Isaac, also. Oh, okay. All there right, is no Binding of Isaac, too. I know. I'm just being stupid. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> you know, like, game does. It does have. Thematic similarities to Zelda, but mm-hmm. because it's a it's a it's a dual stick shooter, <laughs> it doesn't play like Zelda. <laughs> it, it it's it's designed to have dungeons like Zelda, keys and bombs like Zelda, but their items are more randomish and Diabloish, mm-hmm. and this the uh, the dual stick shooter reminds me of Smash TV, which okay. is a brilliant control scheme, by the way. It is yeah. my favorite way. Is my favorite control scheme of all time. Stick in one hand to control the character. Stick in another hand to shoot in the direction you want. It's very intuitive, very comfortable. Wait, I love games. Twin like Twin stick shooters are your favorite control method. Yeah, really. I love it. That's same it's reason, simple. Same, Fuck same, it. same reason I love Smash TV. I think uh-huh. Smash TV is one of the greatest arcade games mm-hmm. that has, okay. came out in the nineties, and same reason I enjoy Geometry Wars once in a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually downloaded that yesterday. <laughs> you finally got on that Geometry Wars thing? Oh, you, I, you I were, didn't play it yet, but you I were eyeing it. Yeah, I was you like, yeah, I, I, could, I could definitely yeah. play some Geometry mm-hmm. Wars again. Probably mm-hmm. a pacifist run here. <laughs> yeah. Pacifist run? Yeah. I just shoot everything. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun to see if you can <laughs> not shoot things. All right. <laughs> that was an Ikaruga challenge. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh shit! Because yeah. you didn't have to actually kill the bosses; they would escape after ninety some odd seconds, just to survive for that ninety seconds. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a challenge to be like, "Can you actually zero point Ikaruga?" Ooh, have you ever done it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've tried. 
I could barely get past the first level without shooting. I can't even imagine. By the time I get to the second level, it's just like, I gotta shoot things. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... Uh, Last one for me is I started uh, I started my Diablo three season about a month late. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know I, I had to drag this this guy's carcass through uh, some some power leveling. I wasn't I was for about like twenty minutes. I wasn't feeling it at the start of the season, but I looked at it. I'm like, I'll play it. Mm. I play. I, I, I go in waves. Like I feel like playing Diablo, and then it gets old. And then, I, then I'm like, I want to play this again. It's fun. And yeah, then it gets yeah, old. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of like that with Diablo also. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. If if the game stops being fun and then becomes fun again, mm-hmm. great. That's great. Yeah. yeah. It's like eating Chinese food. <laughs> you get, oh, yeah. You, you, okay. you love the Chinese food. You're like, oh, but sometimes you just have it too I much. I am so full. Yeah. I can't take any more. An hour later, where's that Chinese food? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I've been playing this week. Diablo 3, Here's the Storm, Binding of Isaac. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. How about you, Dre? What you playing? Uh, so I have been lightly playing Stella Glow, like I was last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't really gotten too much progression because they have released Breath of Fire three onto the Vita, and mm-hmm. that is a dangerous prospect mm-hmm. to give me portable Breath of Fire three. You actually again. turned on your Vita for the first time my, in my Vita. You know, I had to input the date and time. <laughs> Again, so you know, you know that means it's been off for more than a month. You got the welcome screen. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, I, I had it. It had to load the game that was currently inside of it. It was like now loading Luminous. It was like yeah, that was the last thing I was playing, wasn't it? It's like the only car you have for the Vita. No, no. There's there's some there's some stuff. Yeah, I, I actually have a few Vita. I'm going completely that, digital on my Vita. Is that Lumines Mines with shining? Is it shining? No, it's not. See, that's the problem. Ah. It's that they'll never have as good of a soundtrack as the original one. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to sound like an old, like, the original 150 Pokemon <laughs> are the best. You're talking about Lumines here. You're not going to sound like it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, the, the original one had really awesome music. This one has good music, too, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to pretend like it doesn't. It has mm-hmm. some really good you music. You start off with Shining, though. It just feels right. Shining is such a great song. It's just... Makes you just really makes you want to play the game. Yeah. Every time I hear it, I could just I'll load up the YouTube yeah. of it and then I'll be like, yeah, I want to play this game, and then I <laughs> I get sad because I can't play it. I know. What was that originally released on? PSP. PSP. Yeah. Oh, there's no um downloadable version. Um, digital no. version. There's oh. no digital version because they didn't oh. have the rights to Mondo mm. Grosso's songs, and they had like four four songs. In oh, it. okay. I wonder if there's a mod for it. <laughs> I'm sure. There's a mod for <laughs> everything. But yeah, Breath of Fire. Yeah, Ooh, uh, yeah. pretty much, pretty much the same fun that I remembered. Yeah, I was also you know playing the actual disc version of it <laughs> before it came out. So I'm like really heavily into this old ass game that launched in 1998. Yeah, randomly for no good reason. Yeah. It's weird when you can play an RPG several times over. Because you know the story, you know everything that happens. You know what's going to happen to every character. It's a good book. Yeah, <laughs> it's really is. It's, it's like, like that. Isn't it, it? It's Parasite Eve for me. I can okay. play that game over and over and over. I played again. Parasite Eve once a long time ago. I remember loving it, mm-hmm. and I don't know how I would play it today. <laughs> um, the big thing about that game is you can beat it in like eight hours. Especially if you have like a good file. Now was good that gun. now I was a teenager when that king came out. So mm-hmm. was that eight teenager hours or eight? 
no, adult man um, hour. Um, I beat that for the beat that again maybe two years ago. Okay. And Claire time was eight hours. All right. Well, eight but I hours. Old, is, I had an old save. Eight hours is eight hours, but you know you space it out. And yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're older. <laughs> but like, that game is definitely that for me. I could always play that game. All right. That's yeah. Secret of Honor for me. Yeah. That's my oh, I can always go back to game. Mm. Yep. <laughs> well, mine is original Zelda. So much so. Have you been? Have you been using that the new the um, Zelda randomizer? The new version of the Zelda randomizer. Yeah. So uh, the Zelda randomizer made by uh, Fred Coughlin, mm-hmm. who streams on Twitch. F Coughlin. Uh, this man has done some some work with Zelda, <laughs> um, basically digging up the game uh, and remaking it into. It is something so that it's familiar. You know it's Zelda, but everything about the game is randomized. Mm. So what you know in terms of where lo- everything is is different. The prices of items are different. Mm. What you can find in dungeons are different. The order you find things are different. The dungeons are different. Everything is different. Except for, like, the map layout. Yeah, the shape of the overall and the rooms in the dungeons. The shape of the dungeons. Yeah. I can't even imagine the work that goes into that. That seems like such a gargantuan task. And and oh. he, streamed, he streams himself coding it. That's... Wow. <laughs> and I, I've hopped into his stream many times. He's, he's also working on a Final Fantasy IV randomizer. <laughs> I need to randomize a game like that. This seems so. It's very weird to even think about. Consider so the idea behind it is it, it follows the same story. You get the same characters, mm-hmm. but the characters have random abilities. Oh. So Cecil might have summon magic and twin. <laughs> <laughs> Will you ever find the other person who has twin? Who knows? Can Kane turn into like the paladin at this point? No, Cecil will always turn oh, into the paladin. Okay. Uh, chest that? items are randomized. Enemy experience and gold are randomized. What are sold in shops randomized. Their prices are randomized. So see that 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 prospect is so cool, but it's just I don't I don't know. You can get like a, a yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, that's you what I'm you saying. can get a bad. Your stats are randomized yeah. when you start the game. So. Like I don't know if I would do it for the RPG because I don't want to get to a point where I'm like, you know, well, I can't progress. That's well, if you play Final Fantasy four and you want to play Final Fantasy four, mm-hmm. you'll play Final Fantasy four. If you want to randomize Final Fantasy four, do some stupid that's, that's, shit. That's, the, that's, that's for you. <laughs> uh, and you know, I had found the Final Fantasy six randomizer. I don't know if he had any work on that mm. or not, um, but it was similar ideas. Yeah, uh, these randomizers I found. I found to be very cool. They're reinvigorating and reintroducing these games into into mainstream into like yeah. mainstream video and culture, mm-hmm. and it's it's reinvigorating the fun I used to have with this stuff. Yeah, especially the, the Zelda randomizer. It feels like I'm playing the game over again. I kind of my thing is I kind of wish it was looking the same light as speed runs. Like like you have a speed running community and like mm-hmm. that's that's a huge thing. But and then we have a randomizer community. Yeah, but I don't feel it's not. I, I don't know the community honestly. Well, you know what? It's starting up. Like mm-hmm. so, one of the the Zelda streamer I watch the most is guy uh, Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not the Darkwing Duck ca- cartoon character. 
That's just, I'm pretty sure that's what he named his himself sure. after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's been a world record holder for the game on uh, random occasions. Although I believe the current world record holder is a lack attack with like I think he got under 28 minutes, which is really impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. Whew. Uh, and when I first started watching Darkwing Duck, despite the fact that he was pretty much like the wellspring of knowledge of the game. Like, mm-hmm. like I thought I knew Zelda. Yeah. I didn't know anything about Zelda <laughs> until I started like listening to what this guy was saying. Yeah. You showed me some crazy shit the other day. Some. Oh yeah. Clipping between yeah, walls. We, we don't, we don't need to, we don't need to, to push blocks anymore. We just, <laughs> we just walk through the blocks. Screen warping. I didn't even fucking Although know about that. Screen warping was much easier in Link's Awakening. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was significantly easier. It was also much more stupid. Until they patched it out. <laughs> patched <Yeah>. it out. <laughs> DX. <laughs> uh, this guy had maybe like uh, 15 to 20 viewers mm-hmm. at a time. Uh, but when he runs randomizers, he gets like 100 viewers. Yeah. Uh, I guess he knows where that money is now. Well, look, it's... It's starting to emerge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not going to be like overnight success. You're not going to turn on the Zelda randomizer and get League of Legends numbers. <sighs> League right? of Legends randomizer would be amazing. That would be, <laughs> always. That would be pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate technique at level one. Uh, like just take random abilities from random from random champions or some from shit. other games. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate ability from Dota One. <laughs> why is my Why is my Leona have a heavy weapons guy mini gun? This yeah, this randomizer stuff is pretty good. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping that you know the the these get some. Some good press, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't really know how to explain how uh, the coverage or the, uh, yeah, the attention I mean. of viewership. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, it's still like Zelda. Despite the fact that Zelda is an extremely popular series, it doesn't get that many views on Twitch. Yeah, you know, most of the games that Zelda right, most that. of the views on Twitch go to multiplayer games mm-hmm. and things that either the viewers can interact with or enjoy seeing competition. Learn from. Or learn from, yeah. Uh, so you don't get a lot of like crazy single player uh, breakthroughs on Twitch. Super Mario Maker was a pretty huge single player Twitch thing, but had, that has a very, very big community aspect yeah, to that. that so, yeah, and I that's because that. of that. Yeah. People love watching people do hard, stupid mm-hmm. shit. Like yeah. I know the the the, the Game Grumps, their mm-hmm. most popular series was the was the Mario Maker series. Yeah. They had hundreds of thousands of views on these things. Other view, their other videos would not get as many. But Mario Maker was clearly, clearly their big viewer, their viewer gathering there. You know, that's where they would get most of their viewership when they were doing that. The mm-hmm. fan created levels, and they would watch Aaron suffer through most of this bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of bullshit. A lot of bullshit in <laughs> Mario Maker. <laughs> like you said, said. said we suck as creators. But there's some really brilliant stuff that some of these guys were doing. Look, like, some people some people know how to make levels. They, yeah. yeah, some people someone put like a little cage on uh, like a little block cage mm-hmm. on like a string you have to move along with the uh with the cage and on the cage would be like chain chomps and shit. Mm-hmm. So even like having to stand in like the safe zone mm-hmm. or dodging obstacles. I thought that was a very clever level. Mm. Yeah. 
If, as long as it, as long as it's not impossibly hard, this stuff could be fun. It can be. Like, like I've said it to you guys before, but for me, Mario Maker levels are like YouTube comments. <laughs> like you you see that one shining beautiful YouTube comment amongst the shit. Meow meow meow. meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mario Maker is <laughs> very binary. I feel. Yeah. In its in its in its creation, there it's either. You know, auto run, highly difficult garbage, or here's my staged, unfinished, mm-hmm. great five stars. <laughs> Please rate. You know, Nintendo actually banned asking, like, banned the word star in a in their titles. Can I use? Wait, can I use the like emoji? Oh yeah, star? no, you can't do that. Oh. Which is which is weird since it's a star item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to use like. Synonyms and stuff. <laughs> Please approve. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to base the stage off of the star invincibility item, you'd have to change it. <laughs> Invincibility man. So wait, if Celest- I want celestial body run. <laughs> so if I want to um, name a stage like Star Road, I can't do that. No, you're gonna have to name it Sky Five T A. Are that is wow. diamond in the sky road. <laughs> that sucks. Ball, ball, goodness gracious, great balls of gas. <laughs> huh? Yeah, those those punks took down one of my levels. I, you know, if they gave you a reason as to why they took be it nice. down, that, but just to say, you're like, eh. did nobody play it? I don't know. Oh, by the way, thanks for not you know putting my levels out there, Nintendo. That's great. You can't even re-upload it. That's can't, the I can't shitty re-upload part. It. I literally oh. have to pixel for pixel convert it into another save file That's, if I want to upload it again. That's rough. That's, There's no copy and paste feature. There's it. no... Uh, Thanks. Thanks. Nintendo. N- Nintendo has never been that good with their online stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, what can you do? Nintendo. So, uh, let's move on to something here. Let the let the listeners in on a little something. Recently, uh, we three, the members of the uh, PC Master Race <laughs> of forty two oh five, have decided to uh, link together our Steam accounts. Yep, we've all given each other a virtual handshake. So, uh, I have given Joe and Theo here about a grand total of five games <laughs> uh, between <laughs> between them. He's exaggerating. It's like six or seven. Yeah, it's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like one of them I bought yesterday. <laughs> Which so, one? Um, I got Galactic Civilization. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I downloaded that as well yeah. as Fallout 4. Uh, and Joe and Theo are doing uh, God's work <laughs> here of providing me with many, many games. That so, you will never play. So, so never Dre play. actually wins in this whole exchange. <laughs> Fools! <laughs> we're all winners. Here. Yeah, we we really are. We are. You, all, I've given you guys so many fucking yeah, games. <laughs> the three of us are the we're the PC gamer crew of yeah. the of the forty two oh five cast. Mm-hmm. The other the other two are we are trying we are trying to make them computers. We have uh, Ant's computer is actually sitting over here next to us. Now we're building him a Franken computer so he can get a. Uh, He's so he can play Diablo because there are some uh, other unreliable Diablo players in this uh, group. 
I will not name names. Hey, I was one of them until about. A well, weeks I'm ago. not. I'm not naming names. I'm just saying it. <laughs> I don't know who that could be. I, I don't know who that could be. Actually, I do. I do know who that. <laughs> but I'm not naming names. Okay. Snitches get stitches. That's true. Joe is right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you, what do you guys think of Steam? Besides the fact you know you have like 500 games on it, Theo, like. It's like 486. Oh, you counted? Slight exaggeration. Hey, listen, okay, you want to talk about computers in 486. (laughs) (laughs) That's my era. Um, I like Steam a lot. How did you end up with so many games? Bundles. Bundles upon bundles upon bundles. And all those previous Steam sales that... Oh, this is a dollar. This is five dollars. I'm gonna buy this. This is not. This is not atypical at all. Not at all atypical of people who use Steam. Frequently. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. at a point now where stale sales means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. I I had this already. I have. I I don't want to pay that much. I I guess I'll wait till next sale. See, I'm not like that. I don't like to buy. I don't like to buy games that I think I might play. Mm-hmm. I. Much rather go into something I know I'm going. That's to. the that's the smarter way to do it. Yeah. I, I definitely agree, but. It also helps that my my tastes are a lot pickier. Okay. You know, so I'll see something and I'll be very skeptical about it. Okay. You know. Yeah, I'm willing to play anything. (laughs) Fuck it. I I like new experiences. I like new experiences too, but I need to make sure these new experiences are enjoyable. It's so cheap that it's like, whatever. It's not really the it's not really the cost that bothers me. It's the time investment. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Is it worth? I I could I could spend a dollar fifty on. On a candy bar and eat it. Mm-hmm. I can spend a dollar fifty on a game I'll never play, and I have enjoyed the candy bar a lot more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um, Steam yeah. is a dis- Steam is a distribution service, though. Yeah, I, I I enjoy them a lot. I don't even remember when I installed Steam. <laughs> I like it's been so many years. Maybe Steam ten years old now. Steam is. 2004? I think it was 2004. Yeah, they for- they forced Half-Life 2. Yes, that was it. And that was a shit no, show. No, was, was it Half-Life 2? Yes. Think yeah, that was, was that was two. the force. Mm-hmm. That, that was you want to play, you that play was Half-Life 2? That was 2007 yeah. when Half-Life 2 came out, I think. Was, or was that Episode 2? The Orange Box had Team Fortress 2, Portal, and was that Half-Life, epi- Half-Life Episode 2? I think the Orange Box is 2007. That is 2007. I said that. Oh, no, yeah, but, but like half Orange Box. Yeah, yeah, it came out significantly longer than. But it was half, so it was Half Life where Steam was forced to play. No, Half Life. Half Life came on the PS1. <laughs> no one else did the PS1. I played the PS1 yeah. version of Half Life. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, was, I didn't know it was bad at the time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. Oh. <laughs> if you wanted to play a PS1 shooter, it was all about Medal of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> these papers right. are not these in order pacers. let me see your papers these papers are in order 2004 Half-Life that's what I thought 2004, 2004. November mm-hmm. 16th mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so that was so Steam I mean Steam was around like beta form oh yeah before that mm-hmm. but uh, Half-Life 2 was the force where it's just yeah. like you wanna play this game you wanna play gonna... like what Mass Effect 3 was with Origin yep. you can't play this game without Steam was that Mass Effect 3 for Origin yep, yep. damn mm-hmm. I thought it was something else um damn that's pretty much why everybody who has Origin has it yeah oh, because they oh, got from Mass Effect 3 I was doing different things in 2004 PC gaming. What were you doing? I was not paying for them. <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> okay, sorry. That is not true at all. 
I was I wasn't really using Steam. I wasn't really a Half Life or Counter Strike guy. You were on the lands, right? <laughs> Not so much. I was playing Unreal Tournament. Oh. I was an Unreal Tournament guy. Unreal Tournament 2004. Unreal Tournament 2004 was pretty fun. Yeah, I sucked ass at that game, I, but it was I really fun. Always I, sucked I, at that I've, game. I've never played any any sort of level beyond like jump into a game and do stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, were you like, good at it? I thought I got pretty good for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I found out how to lead people with the link gun. I'm like, okay, mm. that's just cool. You know, I'm never really good with the lightning sniper rifle. I've always been terrible with sniper rifles, but I was okay. pretty good at the football mode. <laughs> <laughs> the bombing run, I think it was called. Yeah, I, I was one of the few people who actually did that. Most people just did assault or mm. onslaught. So do you, do you remember when you um, installed Steam? I installed Steam. The first time I installed Steam for myself, mm-hmm. and I wasn't leeching off my brother's account, was the orange box. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a good yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Went in on that in 2007 because I, I couldn't pass up. Team Fortress 2 looked fun as shit. Yeah. Portal, Portal was amazing. Portal. Portal's Portal. You know, and I wanted to play Half-Life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to play Half-Life 2. Yeah. So. So the the orange box I installed Steam. Steam had uh, just come uh, just pretty much come out of its extreme bugginess phase. Yeah, yeah. I remember it being yeah. terrible. And, that was, and, and there was a lot of hatred towards. Yeah, it. The, a lot a, of the vitriol that people had toward Origin exactly is what yeah. they had towards Steam. Right. Which is why I think Steam as a as a distribution service is it, it's hard it's hard to it's hard to like. To talk about it as a distribution because it is the mm-hmm. platform where all where PC games. Yep. Are you think of PC game, you think of Steam. Steam. It's synonymous Steam. with one another. So is it? It's one of those things where it's like, okay, this is great. I can have all my games in one place, but is it PC gaming now? Is Steam PC gaming? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I there's say so. there's there's other platforms. Like we said, there's Origin. Mm-hmm. And you play you, <laughs> Ubisoft is a, um, pretty, so there's Origin yeah but pretty much everything you pretty much everything uses Steam DRM yeah. I I've, I've been on forums where people that want to buy PC games ask if they, this comes with a Steam key if it doesn't come with a Steam key they're not buying it I'm the same way yeah at this point I you need to you need to give me a lot for me to not want to have a Steam key for a game oh good old games has their yeah. own um Thing also. Who is the? Yeah. Uh, That's is good old games the the guys who were doing the Witcher? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, they actually referenced that in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yes, That's defeat right. the evil DRM <laughs> with the GROG. Yeah, but so are we giving Steam too much power here? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Well, they they they've made it so easy though. That's that's what it is. But that's where power comes from. Steam doesn't need to do anything. In their entire lives anymore, you know, you will never see Half Life. They they can they will live off of being a distributor. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you can be a publisher, why do you need to be a developer? Yeah, that that that's what so, made EA famous. That's what made that. Activision famous. Why do you need to work hard to make the games when you can pay other people to make the games yep. and then take a cut of it? Yeah, Half Life Three will become the Duke Nukem Forever of this generation. It will. It will. Duke Nukem Forever? Yes. You mean like from that spawn from Duke Nukem 3D? 3D? Half-Life 3 confirmed. Uh, <laughs> you actually think Half-Life 3 is coming out? No. It'll never do. But It'll, Duke Nukem Forever came out. Duke Nukem Forever came out <laughs> when, when it went under a new um, um, yeah. um, gearbox. Right. Yeah. So that's if anything, Valve is going to do that. They're going to... They're gonna pawn it off to somebody else, and they're gonna develop. I don't it. even know what Half Life Three can be at this point. That's another reason they'll never come out. Yeah. 
The only thing they can do right now is when you buy a VR. What's the half? What's the Steam VR thing? Vive, I think it is. I have no idea. But they have. You're the VR own. guy, man. I'm not the VR guy yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking no, into VR. Nobody's the VR guy. <laughs> I mean, but, I, own, I own a virtual boy. <laughs> but, All um, right. I guess technically he has a title of being the VR guy. So they're they're trying to make a VR headset. The only way I can see Half Life Three coming out is if they bundle. Half Life Three with that headset, and don't tell anybody. They just open the box. Here's your code for Half Life Three. What? Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna have to be something like that. It's gonna have to be that way, where it's a unique experience. Yeah, because otherwise, it won't be able to meet any expectations for anything. If you make a standard shooter, it's like people have seen this stuff a hundred times. Why would I play? Why would I play this? It's there's nothing new. It's doing nothing different. Mm -hmm. And if they try to innovate, it could fall flat in their face. Yeah. People would be so, oh god, virtual fun that would be crazy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they 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 make far too much money now, yeah. providing no customer service and just getting <laughs> tons and tons of money. So yeah, they just make like Scrooge McDuck just swimming in the vault. So how how do we as PC gamers solve that problem? We don't. <laughs> we just don't. Is that just... a problem that needs to be solved? Oh man. So like okay, <laughs> previously. There was the, the the other competing was was game from games for Windows Live, uh, yeah, which was beyond terrible. You know what? You know what Steam does right? Mm. They put your games in a list. You activate them with a key. Mm-hmm. One easy step: you click download. You click play. Yeah. yeah, it's unintrusive, and this is this is really important. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. they sure they have ads that pop up every once in a while, but for the most part, you're. You click the Steam icon, you're in, you're in your game. The, the process is quick. Painless. You know... For the most part. It's it's just easy. Yeah. It's just there. It's easy. If you can download it and your computer can run it, mm-hmm. then Steam will Which let I'm you sure, do it. I'm sure. If, if, if you have a fucking Linux computer, <laughs> Steam will run on that. Oh, there is Linux. Well, there oh, are, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. There are people like, who have like... Apple products that have difficulty running most things, but they're trying to work on that for some reason. I like to play games on my Apple products. People like their Apple products. I mean, I'm not a fan of Apple products. Why would you want to play games on your Apple products? I have a a beefy PC, so I wouldn't do that. Seems like, you know, a waste of time. (laughs) I tried in the 90s. (laughs) Right, unless it's like Oregon Trail or Number Munchers. I had, I had, I had the, like the, like, the enhanced copy of the Oregon Trail. What's, what's the enhanced copy of the Oregon Trail? Like, better graphics yeah, and shit. Yeah, had like had like eight different professions. <laughs> I was like carpenter. It's like a step up from farmer. So you had the enhanced edition. <laughs> was that you had the enhanced edition? It was. I forget what it was called, but it was you know, it was pretty much Oregon Trail with updated graphics. But I mean, nobody's. You don't kid yourself. You still were picking the banker. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, you know, I need this money. Listen, when you were gaming on a Mac in the nineties, <laughs> yeah, you, did, you were like just struggling for a challenge. Like I'm gonna pick the I'm gonna pick the farmer because that gives me a better score. <laughs> or you can pick the teacher and have no skills. <laughs> the teacher was like ultra hard mode. You had no money. And you had no skills. You just were like, all right, guys, we're going to Oregon. I, I was going to say something, but I don't want to offend the teachers out there. I love <laughs> these teachers. You're sitting at the table with an educator. Teachers are awesome. It's just that Oregon Trail did not make them awesome. <laughs> They're very bad at Oregon Trail. Listen, I don't I don't uh, I don't expect teachers to be very good at trailblazing. You know? I expect them to teach. <laughs> teach supposed to trailblaze. They're supposed to teach you how to do it. Mm-hmm. Not do it themselves. <laughs> I just give them the textbooks. Say, 
Go to Oregon. <laughs> Trail something out yeah. there. Find some landmarks Look, along the way. This is what you have to do to not get dysentery. These are the systems of co- these are the symptoms of cholera. <laughs> this is how you ford the river. So uh, back to Steam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? We can't talk about PC gaming. Let's talk about Arash. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, we had to. Yeah, absolutely. We all played that in the computer lab. We were kids, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Right. Um, I, I did. Okay, actually, just want to make sure. <laughs> All right, it's good to see that I crossed a little bit of a little bit of a generation. I'm, I'm a weird person, though. Yeah. So right. you are pretty weird. But you're right. Back to Steam. Yeah. Um. So even though you say there's nothing bad inherently with Steam, how do you feel about other services like Origin? You know what? I'm ambivalent toward Origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like for their products to be available on Steam. Yeah. But, but you can't knock them, though. Right, right. I have no problems with it because I wouldn't expect Origin to have Half Life on it. Yeah, right. Uh, because why would they let Why would they let Origin have that? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can understand it. The convenience factor. I mean, it's just I have to put like a, a shortcut in Steam. Yeah, and then it launches Origin. Mm-hmm. And it's really you know cumbersome and messy. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I have, like, these things, and whenever I want to play Mass Effect 2 or 3, I have to load up Origin. Yeah. I really don't use it for anything else. Yeah. I feel like... Or Battlefield, which I haven't played in, like, two years. I feel like somewhere down the line, with uh, stuff like Origin and you play, that publishers will pretty much use their own distribution software. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. Instead of giving Valve money. Yeah. yeah. And then Steam will turn more into, like, the indie thing. That's where it seems to be headed right that, now. That's yep. You sign into it Steam is, and you see green light stuff and indie darlings. Flooded with yeah. this stuff. And yeah. it's, it's hard to wade through all the, any of the... I mean, you see a lot of it. You can see most of it is just like, you know, pixel platformers. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I've seen this a hundred times. So, and some, so there are some gems that stand out here and there. And mm-hmm. some, you get some sleepers. That's, the, it's, you know, it's kind of like the new way to rent games. I guess. I, I guess. I, I just think. That, I still think the curation is terrible mm-hmm. on Steam. It's, it's hard. I honestly only go there whenever I. Um, <laughs> whenever you want to buy it and <laughs> add to your five hundred or so games. Uh, whatever, right? <laughs> hey, every now and then I'll get. I like. I'm bored. Mm-hmm. I need a new game. And it. And how, do, how do you search for that? You type in a genre. You, yeah, you, you search you, by genre. Search by bestseller. Yeah. Search most popular. Mm. You like, keyword. You, searching by keyword is good. I've I've seen some games that like appeal. To me, that haven't been released yet, but like, it's hard to find new games okay. mm-hmm. when everything just sort of looks the same, blends together. I'm kind of tired of the pixel art thing. Oh, I'm been yeah. tired of the pixel art. Thing. I mean, it was it was it was nice for novelty mm-hmm. and, a, and a retro feel for a little bit. Yeah, but you know, and tighten up one, the graphics. Guys. <laughs> one of the things, one of the games that did that perfectly was Axiom Verge. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was like it wasn't a pixel game because it was a pixel game. It was. It had a better nostalgia mm. around it. Mm. Plus, it had some really weird graphical things going on, too, yeah. on top of the fact that... It, was, it, had a, it, had a, it had a theme beyond, this is a game with pixels. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I think that was part it felt of like it could be on a cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like that. Mm. Even though music was better than that kind of stuff <laughs> that I'd never be able to hold. So um, I, think that's, I think that's what more indie, indie developers need to do. They need to look past the pixels... They need to figure out what they're doing and then design the pixels around what they're doing. Mm. I mean, there's, look, uh, the, there's nothing wrong with having, like, a 2D game mm-hmm. or anything like that. Oh, I love but, 2D you know, you, 
Yeah, they don't have to look like they came out of the NES era. Yeah. Like, uh, Dust? Dust um, and Legion. The Legion Tale, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that, that game looks pretty damn good. It looks fantastic, I mean, the, the main character's jumping animation is, is a little it's weird. Little, yeah. But, but not, besides I'm, that... I'm it, with it, the furries. Felt, it felt a little mm. bit like a PlayStation 1 game. It yeah. did, but it didn't look like it. No, it looked beautiful. Same thing with Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. Although these are two games I didn't really enjoy. enjoy. <laughs> so maybe you, maybe you just do want the pixel graph because it seems like you enjoyed the game with the ugly pixel graphics. Yeah. I did not I did not like Ori in the Blind Forest that much. I was very disappointed by it. Mm. I felt like it was a little too like it hinged on its on its graphical charm a little too much. And the gameplay was kind of like this is kind of dull. Mm. Exploration was this is boring. I'm not finding anything worth that worthwhile. Because people saying is like it's supposed to be a Metroidvania, correct? Yeah, in, in the loosest sense. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's it is that mm-hmm. you you wander around a map, unveil new areas, collect collectibles. Feel like this is the yeah. well, you know what? <laughs> That's yeah. You it, can play it. Yeah. Because one of us three owns it. I actually own it. <laughs> two of us three own it so you could play it yeah you, can totally uh, play you could have played it at any time and you didn't I did which not. is a problem when you have like 500 yeah, or so I'll, games I'll, I'll on steam around, i'll get around to it <laughs> no you won't I'll get around to it. <laughs> it's past <laughs> um well since we're on the topic of steam what do you guys think about early access i hate it <laughs> yeah, that's definitive <laughs> i hate so, okay. early access you seem to you seem to be pretty on board with this early access for Street Fighter Five though. Okay, that is a little different. Mm. The beta, I think we all, I think everyone understood from from the get go was uh, data collection. Mm-hmm. You know, in preparation for a lot of the the, the balance issues that the game had, and mm-hmm. you can see it. You can see the evolution of the characters. Yep, they, yes. they did a lot of changing. Could, yeah, after a while, became it, be, it became more than suspicion and became okay. This is pretty much confirmed what they were doing with mm-hmm. this beta. They were it was a real beta. Yeah. It was a, you know, and it's and it's competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you can, balance is important to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, you know, at Street Fighter, I know, I, I know I'm going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, as far as early access goes, it feels like, uh, how do I say this? A demo you have to pay for? Nah, uh, Yeah. Kind of like that. Mm. Not quite. Um, it's like the new way to pre-order. Okay. Yeah? All right. You know, you, you buy an unfinished game. Mm-hmm. You don't know quite what you're getting into. Things can change. And, and that's the mentality I don't really quite get with it. Because when I play a game, I want the final version. I want as final a version as possible. So... I don't get sick of it. I don't so, want to get the early access version. So generally, you want to buy the game like a year and a half after it's released. <laughs> well, in this day and age, yeah. But I don't want to buy the the um, early access version. Right. Play only the two first two levels. Yeah, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. Yeah. And then when I finally get the sausage, it's like, eh. Yes. This, is a, this is another problem I think Steam is creating with all the sales. Is that people are waiting on sales to buy big releases. Yes, but they kind of fixed that problem. How? With the because before they used to have dailies where mm-hmm. you have like a sale for a week. So every day you'd have like okay, this if this is not in the daily list or the flash sale they used to call it, mm-hmm. do not buy it. That was the general rule of consensus with um Steam. Now the problem still they still have the same problem uh, you you suggested, but 
now everything is just, hey, this is on sale. If you're going to buy it today, buy it today. You're going to buy it Friday or whenever the sale ends, you buy it on Friday. But typically, a, a release won't go yeah, on yeah. sale until several months after it's, yeah. it's been released. That's true. So people will I've, I've done the same on thing. their laurels. I've done the same thing yeah. also. Like, uh, I want this game, but I'll wait for the Steam sale. sale. They have like four, like five sales a year. Now, now I say this, mm-hmm. and I'm one of the assholes who bought Duke Nukem Forever on release. That's an asshole move. That is, a, it was an asshole. Move. I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. You I just wanted like, to know. I had to. <laughs> I felt like my curiosity was overwhelming. Yeah, I paid full price for the game. Maybe I, maybe I just wanted that that little mini trophy. Like I paid full price for Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? It was worth it. Was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. So I, f- I find it that when there's a when there's a game that I'm I'm actually interested in, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not gonna wait for it to go on sale. I will I will get it immediately because yeah. I I want to show the developer. Uh, that hey you know what this is something that you guys got me interested in mm-hmm. here is here is the money that you know you feel that it should be allocated for the 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 product mm-hmm. i will give you that amount uh games i don't necessarily care about when they come out like shadow of mordor mm-hmm. which is something that i want to play but i didn't want to i didn't want to pay for a full price mm-hmm. for it and it's been on sale several times and i've passed on it cuz i'm just like eh, this sale isn't good enough yeah yeah you know, I, I, $30, not not quite yet. Maybe, maybe I'll get it when it's $20. Mm-hmm. $20? Uh, do I really want this game? <laughs> you I, know, so, like, there there is no planet that Street Fighter Five would come out that I'm not going to get it day yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, you know, they might have it on sale in, yeah. tw- in, in, in like, three months. No, I'm not going to do that. But then again, you're going to log in hundreds of hours into that game. Hopefully. Yeah. But, I, but, <laughs> I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but I find it, paying $60 for some of these games... It's I, I hard. Just, it's, it's really hard. You need to pick and choose what you're getting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you need to be sure this is something... Oh, I'm going to... I'm gonna love this game, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna not. I'm gonna. I want to feel when I buy a sixty dollars game that I I should have gave them more money. This, yes. this was this was this was worth more. Not like fuck. I paid. I should have waited for a Steam sale. That's the DLC is for <laughs> season pass. Uh, now games are eighty dollars now. Cause uh, of that. Hey, games are eighty dollars on the N sixty four. Let's not forget. Yeah. <laughs> look at games like like what we were just what we what we just went through with Xenoblade. Yeah, uh, I I certainly got sixty dollars worth I, out I of that game. The content out of that game, right? And like, I'm still playing Diablo three. I must have put I probably put a good thousand hours into that game yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. You could actually count it. I probably could. <laughs> I, I, don't add add a, a, I don't. I don't. I mean, I've, I've deleted characters for <laughs> oh, seasons, yeah. mm. so there's some that are gone. But yeah, I mean, like, if you told me when I got Diablo three, hey man. I want you to pay $160 for this game, mm-hmm. but you'll be playing it three years later. I probably would have done it. Okay. Yeah, if you get that kind of assurance yeah. from yourself. And it's, it. and it's in the state it is now. Actually, I'd be, more, I'd, be more, <laughs> I'd be more concerned with the time travel implications of you had, a, <laughs> you had a time machine, you came back in time to tell me to get Diablo 3. <laughs> That's what you used it on. Hey, man. <laughs> 
you just have to make sure that the flux capacitor is being used for <laughs> so, good. Sometimes a game is that good. <laughs> okay. Like, please buy this game you were already going to buy for more money. <laughs> like, but there, there's several games where it's like you, you pay full price for it mm. and then you get five hours out of the game. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah. That's, and that's the very disappointing feeling. Yeah. It could be a, a five good hours, though. But is it is it what, five good hours at $60? <laughs> it's less than... It's more than $10 yeah. per hour. I, I beat Bane at a two, and that game is maybe about... It's more than five hours. Maybe well, how long was Revenger? Revenger like, is... Like eight hours. Tops. Yeah, like eight hours. And it was absolutely worth it. <laughs> I know how you feel about Revengeance, but I, I love that game, and it was... Absolutely worth that. that like, I I went out and I got that essentially day one. Yeah. And I was pretty disappointed okay. from it. And, you know, like if I could have been like, yeah, I paid $30 for this game, I probably wouldn't have been as disappointed. Mm. That's fair. So, I mean, you know, the sales have the sales have their their point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when, when a developer can't get their game into more people's hands because everybody's waiting for sales. That it is sucks. definitely a problem. Yeah, it does suck. All right, so I want to get back to the PC gaming discussion with you guys. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys a, a question about this topic. No. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys a question. <laughs> away. All right. What is it? What was your introduction to PC gaming? And if you can't answer that question, what were your biggest PC gaming influences that got you Got you into this completely. Let's start with Theo. What was your What was your introduction to this? It doesn't have to be gaming, right? I'll go. I guess if it's an introduction to gaming, it doesn't have to be gaming. I'll go into gaming, but I think my biggest introduction was um, the Encarta Encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that. All right, I, all right. I had the pictures. <laughs> oh my god! It, the, it, the videos. It blew my mind. Like I didn't have internet. I just had this busted ass computer that froze. Every chance it got. Except when Encarta was Except on. Except when Encarta was on. I had the CD. I could watch yeah. videos about owls and shit. And I'm like, this owls and shit. Owls. <laughs> I'm like, this is... I used to stay on, stay on, that, stay on that computer for months. So, just, just, okay. Oh so I'm going to try to piece this together. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is when you understood what computers were capable yes. of. It's, you're like, what if this was a game? <laughs> what if I can play games on this? Yeah. Now? So at my, um, I think I've told you guys this story before, but at my local 99 cent store, they used to sell um, 3.5 floppy inch floppy disk, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I got a computer now, so I can I can work this stuff. Like my computer has a floppy drive, whatever. I remember this from school, from like Oregon Trail. And they were always like this would always fit into that little thing. <laughs> it would always fit into the drive with like a satisfying <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so um at my nine nine so 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 they so they had so they had, had Aladdin. And I remember like and I'm like, okay, look, this is probably like some educational game or something. Aladdin? Like yeah. I don't know. Fucking Aladdin. Oh, they, they, I guess you know, they used to license out characters for entertainment. Yeah. Like it was like it, I think Mario might still be missing. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it definitely it, is because nobody beat that game. <laughs> it wasn't quite bootleg, but it wasn't exactly from Disney. It was like that little gray area. So it was Aladdin. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> so um, when I went home, I um, promptly put it into the the, dis, uh, the floppy drive. I keep calling it disk drive. 
It's a disk drive. Okay, a, yeah. a floppy disk drive. We, that's what we used to call it. <laughs> you know, back in the day, there was no other type. It yeah. wasn't floppy drive. It was disk drive because oh, that's okay. what it was. <laughs> we knew no other. We knew no other medium. Yeah, CDs were music. <laughs> <laughs> so I put that in, and it just couldn't run. And I'm like, dude, I had no internet. So I'm like, well, nobody did. No, I, there was internet. I just, why I just didn't have this it. run. Why, why is it running? I put it in for so a week straight, plugging it in, trying everything. I'm not, I'm not privy to going into my computer and doing this shit. So I'm like, ah oh, man, let me type in the command command prompt and just type run, and it worked. And I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did other steps to to make it to run, but. I typed in run and it started working. I was like, man, I'm playing Aladdin. This sucks. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. That that's, was that's probably my the first. best part of the game was figuring out how <laughs> yeah. to get it to and work. You know what? I love tinkering with computers now yeah. because of that. It, it's that it's frustrating. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but there's that there's those moments where you're like, I fucking figured that out. Right now, now we have it's, Google. It's great so. when you, it's great when you have. Well, Google doesn't really answer all the questions either. Mm. You know, Google can tell you what's wrong. Yeah, but you still gotta <laughs> figure out. Still, it's 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 good when you it's good when you have a problem. Yeah, and you can figure it out. And there's a learning experience. So you it's know what it's, to it's do. so satisfying, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was that was probably my. My big introduction into PCs All right. at that point. All right, second we part just, of this. We just had a learning experience, actually. We did. <laughs> With All right, no elaboration on that. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, I want to ask... Uh, all right, I'll get back to you on the second part of the question. Okay. Your biggest PC gaming influences. Let's hear what Andre has to say about where his PC gaming origins come from. Uh, so, I, I actually struggle to remember what my first... A major PC game was in terms of like me owning it. Uh, I had a whole lot of random CDs with a whole lot of random games on it, like Hexen and Descent and all that stuff. I can't remember where it began. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I was in grade school, there was obviously like Apple IIe's and Oregon Trail and Number Munchers and Commander Keen games of that uh. that's that ilk, but. Uh, when I when I finally got a PC, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with the cop out answer and say it was Doom. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a cop out answer. That's well, I mean, I I can't tell you. I can't remember. I mean, I, I played a lot of Microsoft Golf oh, <laughs> back back in the day, uh, but like I couldn't tell you where it began. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I don't even remember ever actually owning a Doom disc. But I somehow I got it, so I must have owned it because there was no internet. <laughs> I don't know where I got it from, yeah. but I did play it. I had my Gravis pad. Oh my god! I remember the Gravis oh, pad. Yeah, I had that hooked up. You can uh, still buy that. Yeah, they, <laughs> not the one I had. Oh, not the one you had, mm-hmm. but yeah, they still make them. So yeah, it was probably. I'll just say Doom. <laughs> so, hey, Doom was Doom was the first PC game for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm. I, I had somebody, my my uncle Joe, not to be confused with this guy over here who's also an uncle also Joe, uncle Joe, <laughs> uh, who lived in my place for a while, and he had a he had a work computer, but he had random games on it like the Incredible Machine and stuff, and uh, I would I would sneak onto his I would sneak onto his uh, his computer when he wasn't around and just play the random games on it. Mm. You know, I can't tell you what they were anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, I knew how to use DOS. Yeah. uh, Basically self-taught 
out of necessity because I wanted to play games and I wanted to be able to turn my computer on and off. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's necessary. <laughs> you couldn't just turn off the computer. You had to exit Windows mm-hmm. and, into DOS prompt yeah. and then turn off your computer. Shit. <laughs> you still work with DOS. And I still use I still use command prompt at my job. <sighs> so that's rough. Yeah, it's amazing. The DOS just won't go away. No, it won't. <laughs> won't go away. How about you, Joe? How about my introduction to PC gaming? Yeah. Well, I've uh, ever since I was a young little boy, mm. I had a I had a Commodore sixty four. Man, and I guess that was that uh, is PC gaming. <laughs> that was when a personal computer was called personal computer <laughs> in like the infancy yeah. of the computer age. So I'm not sure why I had this. Uh, my mother and my father would use this thing somewhat regularly, but we mostly we used it for games. Okay, I don't. I can't remember ever anyone ever using it for any professional <laughs> <laughs> or like. Anything constructive, just yeah. beyond video games. You know, I would, like, load, comma, eight, comma, one. <laughs> Sometimes you'd have the cartridge that went to the side. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I had a lot of, uh, like, weird, like, weird games that you can, like, Atari kind of graphics. So mm-hmm. A little better. You know, like, the, the NES would always appeal to me more because I wanted, to, you know, my friends all had this and I wanted to connect them and I had this Commodore. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, my, you know. Really, really early, early, mm-hmm. early origin story. I mean, you were just bred to be part of the master race. I guess so, but I, you know, I was a, I was consoling for. Well, that was my life. that was during your like your rebellious phase. Everybody has that. And you came back <laughs> with a vengeance. I came back. Well, in my teenage years, mm. my mother was my mother was a computer teacher, and she had she had brought when she would come the spare computers. We were using Mac, like Macintosh, Mac, old the Apple computers. Yeah. Uh, and those were not those were not made for games. No, they were. There were, there were still no such thing as there were no such thing as games for Macs back then. They were all like all educational. Mm-hmm. You, the occasionally there'd be one like you know I would play King's Quest on there. Okay, uh, I was like sort of a beta tester for my mother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She would bring home all these educational games, and I would, I, I would, I would play them. I would tell them, tell her about it, and you know, tell her what was if it was good for. What it was good for, what I, what it's about. Mm-hmm. If it sucked, if, <laughs> they all sucked. Most of them weren't very good, but you know what? I, I, you, you ran what you had back then. Yep. You know, you made, you made your, you tried to make your own fun. Some of these things were actually pretty good. Yeah. Like well produced with like FMVs and oh, stuff. FMV. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they were actually pretty fun. They had like an an advanced copy of Oregon Trail with like. Nine other professions, <laughs> like you had, you had, you had carpenter, you had like farmer, teacher, and banker in yeah. the original Oregon Trail. You had like in between stuff, like you have carpenter towards the bottom, but not quite the bottom, and there'd be like, you know, lawyer. They'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, Black, I'm above the banker, like blacksmith and mason and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like he's progressively more and more. You know, were you the only one with this copy of the game? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I believe, like like, after after they quote unquote modernized the game and put it on like Windows ninety five and stuff, uh, and had like point and click interfaces for hunting and and stuff. That by that time there was a standardized list of more than just Mm -hmm. three uh, professions, which they probably got from the enhanced version (laughs) that you were talking about. Yeah, I can't really remember very much about it beyond that. Do you remember? When we were in high school and they had that like 
crazy graphical point and click Oregon Trail for Windows ninety five. I don't remember that. I remember. I remember. There was like one computer that had it, and everybody would fight together. <laughs> this is how important Oregon Trail was. Yeah. That dudes who grew up with playing it when they were eight were still trying to play it when they were fourteen. <laughs> Did you know I found Carmen San Diego? Oh my god! In my, in like when I was like twelve years old, I had that game. It was too. it was me and my friend Chris, not our podcast friend Chris. I went to it's it was a uh, someone we went to elementary school with. Mm-hmm. We would get by the same computer because that's where the save file was. Yep. <laughs> Every week in computer class, we'd load up where in the world is Carmen San Diego, mm-hmm. and while everyone else in the classrooms like randomly clicking the answers, we actually sat there and thought about it. You know, like where is this next location? And like after. Like towards the end of the year, like it was like May or June, mm-hmm. and I remember like watching. Yeah, you know, I thought this game would just go on forever. I know there's an actual ending. I remember seeing Carmen San Diego like walk across the street, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> it's her! <laughs> and like I gathered everyone around the class. I'm like, guys, 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 get over here, get over here, get over. Here. We're about to, we're about to catch her. We found her. We found her. <laughs> we found her. And like we got, we got an audience together, and wow. like, we finished the game. And it was, it was amazing. Did she escape for a part two? What was that? Did she escape for the part two? The game started over. <laughs> New game plus. But we caught her. We caught that bitch. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a, I, I played a lot of games on PC, but yeah. it wasn't until my brother got like a Windows PC mm. with, uh, you know, an actual decent video card because I guess he wanted to get in onto this stuff uh, that I started getting more exposed into what you would call a modern era of PC games. Yeah. Like, probably 1997 and onward, I guess. Yeah. It would be that time. Um, I wasn't a big FPS guy. Uh, so I didn't really see the appeal of it back then. But, you know, I watched my brother play this stuff. Mm-hmm. I would, like... He played Counter-Strike forever. He played Counter-Strike. He was a he was big into Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. That was his thing. He was, um, he was a Rainbow Six guy. He was very good at it, too. Mm-hmm. Um... I started playing more and more when like the game started varying up a little bit. I would play his copy of Mech Warrior, mm. and Mech Warrior is great. Yeah, Mech Warrior is great. And it wasn't until I think Deus Ex. Mm. I talked about this before. Yeah, when uh, when Deus Ex came out, that's when I really made the transition. I'm like, okay, okay, this is uh, this is what I want more of. Mm-hmm. If this is and this is gonna be on PC. Then I want to stay here. Mm. And that's when I started going full more into it. Mm-hmm. After the and. That also coming off the heels of the N64, which kind of disappointed me very much. So. Yeah, it was a disappointing system. <laughs> the worst, yeah, some would call it. Some so I have, I, I have, I guess I could have more than one origin story. It sort of pieces together. I have like, you have an origin tale. I have an origin tale. I have, a, I have an early, early computer, a sort of like adolescent computer, mm-hmm. and then an, an adult computer. So I guess it kind of reflects my life a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But you're still you're still an adolescent hey, in life. Hey, you know that's what being a guy is all about. <laughs> oh dear, the, the bachelor life. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> try to hold on to that youth, man. Got to hold on to the youth. Here we are talking about video games and shit. <laughs> Into a mic. Into a microphone. <laughs> We're talking about 1990s PC games. And hello, everyone. Oh, God. We're going like to... Joe, t- Joe why you do this? We're going to talk to you today about video games. And it's going to be sexy. 
No, it's not. It's not gonna be sexy. So who's sexy from the last podcast? So sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sexy Joe's back. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna give you guys a little break so that you can go and uh, clean off after that <laughs> filthiness that's just happened. Break over. All right. Uh, now we'll do part two for your part questions. two. PC gaming influences. Starting, I guess we'll go around the table again. Starting with Theo. Oh man, <sighs> things that got you uh, like definitely things that got you hooked. I talked a little bit about. About what I got, what got me hooked in Deus Ex. I talked mm. a little bit about that. Uh, what got you? Uh, what really, what really clenched it for you? Baldur's Gate Two. Baldur's Gate Two. Yeah, mm. I remember playing that game. I was like, wow, I, I cannot play this. I forgot what system. That that's like PlayStation One era, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And at that time, I really wasn't like a Western RPG type of guy. But I remember playing that, and I was like, this is this is fucking crazy. Like th- there was almost no end to that game. Yeah, Western like, RPGs weren't uh, weren't that much of a thing back then. No, not they like were just, how it is now. No, it was Baldur's Gate Two was pretty oh, much it. Yeah, yeah, that was that was where it began. Four disc John Arenikis. <laughs> yeah, still remember that guy's yeah. name. That's a, oh, that's a that's black guy. That's a black owl joint, I believe. Right, Black Owl Studios. Uh, yeah, something like that. Right. Yeah, but I remember like getting that, and it was like. Four disc. This is like my PlayStation Final Fantasy games. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, w- I didn't know what I was um, expecting, but it was it was great. It's really good. What 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 really stuck it to you about that one? As I said before, it's just that seemed that game seemed like it had no end. Like you could play it any way you want. You could start it over and have a totally different time with it. Like my Japanese RPGs, I love them to death. But but they're the same game. They're the same time. game. Like <laughs> you could you could min max and do things a little differently, but. You start that game from A, you go to Z, and nothing really deviates in between that. But Western RPGs, I could help this guy out, I could not help him out, and then things are just totally different. This, your decisions matter. Yeah. I love it when decisions matter. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but thou must. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything about that game, but, but I remember thou it. Must. <laughs> I remember yeah. you, it, it's not like JRPGs where you can't say no <laughs> yeah it's like no 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 you didn't mean that <laughs> you made a mistake no, you I, really meant to say yes I meant no okay I can't progress in this story yes <laughs> loop conversation <laughs> well um, yeah that was my that was my big influence into PC gaming great answer great answer Andre I guess I I guess I have two mm. uh the first one I would say is uh, Warcraft Two, which mm. was basically just made me realize, oh, you mean I can play these games with other people? And I was one of those people. <laughs> uh, oh, I can make my own levels for this game. I can reverse all the sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't really one of the <laughs> drawing points, but it was really cool. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the game itself. That oh, yeah. was just, you know, Sound Recorder was an awesome program. <laughs> and I actually oh God, tried to recorder. download it the other day. Warcraft Warcraft 2 came with a sound editor, right? That's what No, it- the, the sounds are all in WAV files. Oh! So mm, we, right. you, you could open them up and play them and hear all the little in-jokes yeah. and then you could 
you know, you're having it's in sound recorder. You're playing wave files. Mm-hmm. You can hit the reverse button, <laughs> and it plays it in reverse. It was just fun to listen to. Aye, aye, sir. I still remember this shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of play on those weird, weird backwards sounds. <laughs> See, now he's starting. Yeah. He's not going to be able to stop This is going to be the whole podcast now. He's going to come backwards. I should take his portion and just reverse it. So, like, oh, so Warcraft 2 uh, and Starcraft were definitely, like, huge games in terms of making me realize that I like PC gaming. Mm-hmm. The other one was uh, Quest for Glory, oh. uh, which is uh, an old-school Sierra... Uh, adventure RPG mm-hmm. and Sierra was known back in the day for making King's Quest and Space Quest and uh, Leisure, Police Quest Leisure, Leisure Suit Larry so they had all these like point and click adventure games uh, which eventually turned into uh, Mist which then destroyed the point and click adventure game because it was trash mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's a bold statement a lot of people love Mist yeah a lot of people love Mist is terrible <laughs> Uh, but these games, they, they had their own heart and soul about them, but each game was different. Yeah. They were, you know, it was like an overarching general storyline, but you didn't really have any progression between the games. Like, one game you're playing as Graham, the mm-hmm. other game you're playing as his son, and it's just like, all the stuff I did in the last game, they don't carry over, yeah. even though it's the next game. But Quest for Glory was like, nah, this is you. You make this character in this game, yeah. and then in the next game... All the stuff that you did in the first game carries over. Yeah. Everything. Even down to your stat points. Pre-Mass Effect. Pre-Mass Effect. Yeah. You, and your decisions mattered. Yeah. Not like like you said with Baldur's Gate, but your decisions mattered. So there are things that you could do in, in one game that would come back and reflect in another game. Mm. And it was just like, this was late 90s. Mind-blowing at the time. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Kind of, that kind of continuity it, between two was unheard of. It's still unheard of. It's still kind of crazy, yeah. <laughs> It's still unheard of because basically only one game has done it since. Yeah. So, uh, Quest for Glory, like, is one of those games where, like, when I looked at it, I was like, I kind of had a feeling that this game was amazing. Mm -hmm. And then, like, a few years later, I'm like, yeah, that game was ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's like when I look back on Earthbound and I'm like, yeah, Earthbound was ahead of its time. In fact, it's so ahead of its time that things that Earthbound did, games still don't do. Yep. And it's just like, yeah, why not? <laughs> like, why have Things it more are easier now? <laughs> why have it more RPGs series to follow Quest for Glory's lead? Why yeah. haven't more just RPG games in general? RPG games like RPG doesn't stand <laughs> for game, yeah. right? Tautology detected. <laughs> Role playing game games <laughs> like other RPGs. Like, why they haven't adopted things from Earthbound? Like, when you get hit. You don't die immediately. Mm. Your HP just scrolls down. And when it reaches zero, then you die. It gives you a chance to be like, oh, I'm playing a turn-based game, but if I'm playing well, I can save my characters from dying because they don't just die as soon as they, yeah. a number appears on the screen. Yeah, It's, it's pretty cool. It mixed it mixed uh, turn-based combat with real-time elements. Yeah, which it was, was neat. Very, it was very engaging for a just basic turn-based game where you couldn't see your characters dragon warrior style game yeah uh yeah but that has nothing to do with pc so i kind of i kind of veered off but 
it was more on the idea of games that are ahead of its time. Quest for Glory was ahead of its time. I'd love to see a game like Quest for Glory again. I every so often I want to I want to play it again. Yeah, but you know, there's always that Quest for Glory two, which never got a modernized version. Even on um, good old games. Well, Mm. it didn't get an official modernized version. Okay. It's, um, you gotta you gotta play Quest for Glory two in order to go to three. You can't go from one to three that easily. Yeah, you gotta you gotta play yeah. two is where the important things happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, in fact, like very important. It's actually probably the the best game in the series. If they modernized it, it would have been really awesome. It's hard to play in its base form. Yeah, mm. extremely hard to play. You know, it was like it was made in. All these games were made in like text command days. Yeah. So you know you can move with your move with the arrow keys, but you'd have to like type in like get sword to like pick up a sword that's mm-hmm. on the ground, and then your character would walk over and pick it up. Uh, as opposed to what the point and click adventure game click would be, which would just be like click on the sword. Yeah. And there are like a lot of there's a lot of text uh, strings that you have to know, and then there's also random DRM in the game. Yeah. DRM has always been around, people. Yep. <laughs> Don't forget it. There's random DRM in the game where you'd have to like type in like words from the manual and stuff like that, and it's just like, oh, okay, that's how that's how copy protection used to be. Oh, yeah. And the syntax was very strict. Yes, yes, and the syntax was very strict. What's that exactly? So like, if you wanted to get the if you wanted to get something, you'd have to type out specifically like correctly. You couldn't be like abbreviating it. Mm. You you couldn't be like you know, go north, get sword, you'd have to be like, walk north, get broadsword. Oh, okay. Otherwise, it would get, be like, I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. you fool. <laughs> so, why don't you just click on it? You cannot get E-Flask. <laughs> you cannot get E-Flask. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. So, yeah, those those games are very uh, important to me as a PC mm-hmm. gamer. Uh I'm still a console guy at heart, though. <laughs> but I, I, I can I can dabble between the two, yeah, pretty, pretty well. I have pretty much abandoned the console. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I see the appeal, just mm, not where I want to go right now. I hear that. Mm-hmm. All so right. Do you have another answer other than other Deus than Sex? Yeah. <sighs> Ooh. Um. Well, like, Unreal Tournament 2004. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that was what... If Deus Ex introduced me to how good FPS were, Unreal Tournament took me into a, what, how good competitive FPS mm. could be. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal Tournament 2004 was just a really fun game. It was It was a it was action It was just really very good, fast. fast, dumb, fun. I don't think... I, I don't think uh, FPS games really appealed to me until I played a... a a shooting game that was as arcadey as that, mm. and same thing. Same thing that appeals to me in Team Fortress. Too. Yeah, I, was just about I to love. Say. I love arcadey shooters. Yeah, I don't like really ta- like heavy tactical stuff. It's why I like um, Bad Company too so much. Battlefield Bad Company too because it's just it's just dumb. It's just fun <laughs> and things aren't like really balanced properly. But it's, it's they don't fun. care. Yeah, they don't yeah. care. It's like yo, we know this machine gun is overpowered. Mm. Fuck it, deal with it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, I will. I, I don't play that many shooters. I just pretty much stick to what I know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I played Unreal Tournament 2004 until I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> For years. Mm. For years. I can still find until, a server on that. Man, yeah, I don't you know. probably could. Like, yeah. There's a lot of Unreal, Unreal 3. 
didn't really do it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I wish I can go back to two thousand four and yeah. play that game some more. Team Fortress Two, I still play it. What is it? When I came come out in two thousand seven. Yeah, I played it yesterday. <laughs> so you played yesterday. <laughs> I played that game yesterday. Yeah, so I can still play that. And very much looking forward to Overwatch. It's the I think it's 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 where I'm going now. Yeah, Overwatch. I will be playing that too. <laughs> I I'm not a huge first person shooter guy, but you know I, I logged a huge amount of time to Battlefield Three. I'll play them when I like them. Yeah, uh, Overwatch is something that I'm willing to give a, a good shot if, to. If you guys are in it, I guess I'm in it too. I was already getting it. <laughs> I hope I'm really hoping I, I keep hoping I get into the next wave of the beta. From what I <laughs> the bourgeoisie do not get into betas. <laughs> I've gotten into betas before. I've played many a beta. Many. I, I rarely get into betas. Yeah, we'll see. I got. I was. I played the open access beta in December. Mm. And it needed some cleaning up. Yeah, the UIs needed some help. It needed some like it needed some balance changes. It was clear the game was still was still in development. Yeah, yeah, it was clear. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely clear. From what I understand, since the beta reopened uh, a couple of days ago, yeah, as of this podcast yeah, uh, during yeah during January, it, it was offline. Yeah, it started up again. It, apparently, I'm getting reports from people that the UI is a lot cleaner. Yeah. And it's just a little, little more smooth. There's less clutter. Mm-hmm. And it's still needs some improvement, but it's gotten... It's starting to get noticeable. I actually just read an article um, about that game that spoke about the new progression system, and a lot of people seem on board with it. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of faith in Blizzard. Oh, I'm... I, I'm, I'm willing to... Yeah, I'm willing to I'm give them worried. carte blanche. Yeah. Like, even when they screw something up, I usually still enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Like the Diablo 3 launch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give Blizzard a lot of credit too. I play a lot of their games. They're not as avant garde as they used to be about a lot of their a lot, a lot of their stuff. Mm-hmm. But like I pretty much I pretty much understand a lot of stuff's gonna be pretty high quality. They they get it right. Yeah. They they one I, way or another. Right. They, there hasn't they've never launched a product that they didn't get it right in. That's true. Maybe they didn't get it right immediately. Maybe after a long time of getting it right, they stopped getting it right. But yeah. at some point, they <laughs> always get it right. It's true. Uh, I can't. I, I literally cannot think of a Blizzard product that they did not get it right in, at least in one point of the game. And support for so long. Yeah. They support all their games for so for, fucking so they long. Still, they don't officially support Diablo 2 anymore, but this, but you can still log on to Diablo yeah. 2 and play it. Diablo, you know? Diablo 2 is, one, is probably the game they got most right. <laughs> they got that game really right. Because people are still playing it. <laughs> Starcraft. I think, I think time will tell for Diablo 3. Well, people, how many years later? Like three now? Diablo 3 yeah. has been out? Reaper Souls oh, okay. 2? Yeah, Reaper of Souls is when that game really started. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So Eventually, they didn't get it right game. until Reaper of Souls. We're, we're in an age where attention spans are a little shorter. You know, yeah. I think Diablo is still going to be. Played. I understand that there's going to be some remixes, some older games. Yeah. I think they. I think they said they have interest in remaking Warcraft Two. Okay. And Diablo Two. Will they just take Alaria out of World Warcraft Two, <laughs> and then like put her into like the eighth expansion? I don't know. Larry is <laughs> Larry. It was Larry is part of the Warcraft Two story, so I doubt that very much. And she's going to be in the next World of Warcraft expansion. If you still care about World of Warcraft, I care about Alaria. She's like my favorite character. <laughs> like we want to know. I just want to know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I want to know what happened. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, we have gone on for a long time with just us three PC Master Race. Yeah, she did go on for a really long time. Yeah. We started this expecting to to probably only be like. 
a half hour. And now Maybe it's probably minutes. more than uh, our regular more podcast. Than, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's just let's just call it here. How, how does that sound? Yeah, like? I think so. so. I think we've talked enough. Yeah. yeah nobody wants to hear us talk anymore. <laughs> Forty-two oh five cast off. Bye, guys.